Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. So he said there, the Pope said there, that we are all children of God. Okay, how many know the Bible, although we don't have that scripture tonight, the Bible does not say we are all children of God. The Bible says we are all creation of God. Amen. So how many know as you watch that video, it looked nice and sounded nice and sounded peaceful and sounded good. And, and most people in the world would think, man, that's awesome. All the faiths of the world working together and everybody coming together and everybody holding hands and singing Kumbaya. Amen. Sounds good. Sounds good. And that, and that would be, that would have been, that was God's original intent is that we would all be one. Amen. That was his original intent. But how many know that's not where we're at today? We're, we're in a place where there's hundreds and maybe thousands of religions and beliefs, as you can see there. And, and, and literally, the blind are leading the blind. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. And um, I, I was going to possibly name this, type, this message the prophetic pulse because, you know, when you take your pulse... You feel where your, how your blood pressure is doing, right? And it tells you how many beats per minute your blood's beating. And it tells you, you know, how good your blood pressure is or bad. And, and, and so I kind of went that way. But I wanted you to see this visual more. Um, how many have seen those stickers, Coexist? Um, been around probably about 20 years where they've actually been promoting that. And I want you to understand something as we get into the scriptures tonight. As believers in the Bible, we have to understand... That, that the enemy is not an enemy that's just going to come and just knock us down. He's an enemy that's deceptive. Okay? And, and most people, I'm, I would say this, most people don't know their Bibles. Amen? And, and people who claim to be believers. Our goal in this place is to know the Word of God. Understand the Word of God. Know how to rightfully divide the Word of God. And, and, and not be deceived by something like that. I, it would be interesting, and I don't believe it would be very many in here, thank God, but it would be interesting to see how many people would, that claim to be Christians would watch that video and not be offended by it. And actually think, man, that was kind of nice. This music was good, and everybody was, you know, there was no fighting, there was no violence. That was great. And again, I want you to understand, that, that would be great if that was possible. But what, what's, what's going to happen down the road is something I want to talk about tonight when you talk about prophecy. Um, and I'm going to just say this real quick and then I'll get back to it. Why I did that and why I put that up is that's not anything new. Uh, the Pope has been, and, and the Popes, the Pope before him, and for a while they have been moving that direction. But this Pope, more than any Pope in the history of, of the papacy, is moving in that direction of trying to draw all the religions together so that we can work together. And again, that sounds good. That sounds good, okay? But we have to understand what's coming in the future to realize why that sounds good, but it's not good, and why it's not going to happen, okay? Totally. So I want to show you that tonight, but what I want to just give you right off the bat is to get, uh, uh, tell you, and I'll get, I'll get more into it in a second, but there was a humongous uh, 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 covenant made in the last month that probably most of us do not know about. Most of us have not heard about because it wasn't on the news here in the U.S. too much. Um, I heard about it and then uh, began to study on it, and that's why I'm preaching this tonight. But uh, there was a humongous last month in February covenant made between the religion of Catholicism and the religion of Islam. Wow. Humongous covenant made, signed together last month in Abu Dhabi. Okay? The world-leading imam, which an imam is kind of like a pope or for, the, for the Catholic church or, or a pastor, um, that's their leaders. That's the ones who get up and speak to them and teach them. That's what an imam is, I-M-A-M. The leading imam from, um, um, I forgot what country it was, but they're, they're, they're spokesmen, so to speak, for the Sunni Islams, which is the largest group of Islamic uh, religion, uh, got together with the Pope, which is the largest leader of the Catholic Church. And notice that I don't say the largest leader of the Christian Church. Okay? Amen? How many know that tonight? A lot, of, a lot of you came out of Catholicism, and now you understand that it is a religion. It is a religion. It, it, it is a false religion. It, there's a lot of truths to it, 
but let's call the kettle black. Let's call it what it is, okay? Because if we don't, spell, if we don't speak the truth, we're, and I know some of you, actually a lot of you, still have family and friends who are, who are Catholic. We need to pray for them. And, and these kind of messages are going to help us get, get the truth to them and, and, and expose what is trying to be done um, in the name of religion, okay? So I'm going to get into that a little bit tonight. Let's just pray real quick. Father, thank you for this Wednesday night. Thank you for attentive ears. Thank you for anointing me to speak truth tonight on your word and to explain it in a way that's understandable so that we can walk out of here more close to you, more in love with you, more thankful and in awe of the cross and the blood of Jesus and the fact that you are the truth. Lord, we ask you to rebuke and bind every spirit of darkness, every enemy, every strategy of the enemy, every distraction of the enemy, and pray, Lord, that not only tonight, but in this podcast and and, in future uh, people who will listen to this, it will change them and transform them and bring them to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we pray these things in the powerful name of Jesus. And everybody said? Go to Deuteronomy 18. When you talk about prophecy, we know that prophecy is something futuristic. What happened this last month is another step. And let me tell you something. If we know the Bible good tonight, and let's, 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 let's focus for just a few minutes. It's Wednesday night. No, some of us are tired. The devil would like this to just go right over. The devil would like you to be thinking about something else. This is a very, very important message. Very important to our faith. Um, and I'm trying, to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be tonight that sign that's on the road. That's showing you the curve and showing you what's coming ahead. And that's what prophecy is. And, and so when something like this happens that's so serious, we can't just go, oh, that, well, that happened. We can't do that. We, we have to understand that, that something has happened in the spiritual realm that is, is, is large. It's large. And it is, is honestly, so let me say this first. How many know from being in this church at least and the teachings that we've done, there's going to be a peace treaty. Okay? The, 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 the main event that is going to mark the end times that we know it is there's going to be that peace treaty. And that peace treaty is going to be just what it sounds like. It's going to bring a peace to uh, the nations that are fighting over Israel. Okay, And when that peace comes, it's going to be a false peace. It's going to be a short peace. Okay? But it is going to be peace. And when that happens... Um, the, the nations, it, what hap- when that peace happens, it's going to have to do with religion. Right. With religion. How many understand that? Religion. Not just people, but religion. And so when it happens, this, this thing here, we know that we, I was telling Jose before uh, the service, we won't be here for that. Can you say amen? amen? We won't be here to see the peace treaty. Amen. Do you know that biblically we won't be here? We will not be here to see the peace tree. It it will be happening possibly simultaneously within days. I don't believe any more than weeks of the rapture. And the church will be gone. And we won't be here for that. But let me tell you something. What happened this week with that signing or last month with that covenant is, is could possibly be the step or is a very close step to that step. It is humongous. Okay? And, and as we continue to read, um, I, want, I want you to think in your minds and remember uh, what, what we talked about last month of relationships and just kind of have this visual in your mind of the, the, co- the uh, not coexisting, the uh, not being unequally yoked. Okay, you remember where it said that we, we I, me- I mentioned as animals, they can be out there grazing in the same field. We're all in the same world, but when you yoke up to them, that's when it's, that's when it's bad. Okay? It, this is not about us being mean to somebody of another faith or, or us telling them, telling them that they're stupid or, or, or any of that stuff. It's not about fighting. It's not about any of that stuff, but it's about not yoking with them and saying, listen, we can't, we can't agree with what you believe. We can't all be right. How many know you can't, everybody can't be right? There's only one truth. There's only one truth. One. Just one. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hit that a little later. There's just one truth. And so if, if, if everybody's coming together in religions and this religion believes this and this religion believes this, it doesn't matter how much, how much ground we have that's true together. It's the things that we don't agree on that brings it in. And, and it, unless we all agree totally, there's only, we can't all be right. That's the problem. 
Okay, that's the problem. So I wanted to show you this verse. This, this, this might kind of seem like, where's this coming from? But I want you to look at Deuteronomy 15, or 18, sorry. Because prophecy comes from God, and, and false prophecy or false prophets come from the devil. So that's pretty easy to understand. Moses was a prophet. And it says in verse 15, the Lord your God will raise you up for a, raise up for you a prophet like me from your midst, from your brethren. Him you shall hear according to all you desired of the Lord your God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, nor let me see great this great fire anymore lest I die. And the Lord said to me, what, have they, what they have spoken is good. So watch this. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brethren. And watch this. I will put my words, say my words, not man's words, God's words. Not man's words, God's words. If a prophet is speaking and he's supposedly a prophet, he will speak God's words, not man's words. Are you with me? A, a, a man cannot be speaking and saying, I'm a prophet of God, I'm an oracle of God, I'm a messenger of God, if he's not speaking the written word of God. So, and we're going to see that. So he says, I'm going to raise up a prophet for you. I'm going to raise up someone who speaks in my name, in my name. And he says, I'll put my words in his mouth so I got ahead of myself. He shall speak to them all that I command him. And it shall be that whoever will not hear my words, which he speaks in my name, I will require it of him. Okay? Every word in this Bible that we're reading is going to be required of us. Every word. Every word. We're going to be accountable for it. Okay? And it says, but the prophet who presumes to speak in word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak... Watch this. Y'all looking? Or who speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet shall die. And if you say in your heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? So we go, how, how do we know what's not of God? He answers it and he says, when a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing does not happen or come to pass... That is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. So anything written in the word of God and spoken by a prophet or a man of God is going to come to pass. If a person says something's going to happen and it doesn't happen, the Bible says here in this next part, the prophet has spoken it presumptuously. And you shall not be afraid of him. He shall be afraid of God, but you shall not be afraid of him. So we have an example here of, of what I just told you a minute ago with this spokesperson for a religion who is speaking presumptuously. He is, he is claiming to be a prophet of God. He's claiming to be a, a man of God. He is looked at as a man of God, but he is not speaking the word of truth. Can you say amen? How many want the truth tonight? The closer we get to the return of Christ, the closer the rubber's, the more the rubber's going to meet the road. And the more you're going to have to know what you believe. And, 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 and this sounds good. It sounds good. If, I, it, if we watch that video again, that, man, the music, and, and, and I believe in Buddha, and I believe in, 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 in Muhammad, and I believe in God, and I believe in this, and I believe in that. And we're just all people, and that's great. We all get along in this world. We all coexist. Can I tell you something that, that we are coexisting? We live in this world together. And I can tell you something. There's not one word in this Bible that tells Christians to kill people. We're not the ones killing people. We're not the ones killing people. That, that they don't believe in what we believe. Now, now, some people right there, let me just clear something up. Some people right there, because of ignorance, would say, well, what about the Crusades? That was the Catholic Church, not the Christian Church. Come on. That was not the Christian church. That was not the church of Jesus Christ. That was the Catholic church that did the crusades. Everybody tries to say, well, what about the crusades? They killed in Jesus' name. Were, lots of people, Jesus never said to do that. Jesus never said to do that. He said if someone slaps you, turn the other cheek. He said if someone asks for your jacket, you give them, you give them that and another one. 
That's not the gospel. So if somebody does something like that, it's not Jesus' words. But now it sounds good that we could all get together and we could all be on the same team, but it's not going to work like that if you know the future. If you know what the Bible says is going to happen, we can understand why we can't all get along. Because they're trying to pull people into this, into this group so that they can control them. So that they can control us. Amen. So we have a, 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 an option today to, 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 you know, if you think about who's dying today, it's the Christians that are dying around the world. And if anybody else is dying, it's at their own religion. Their own religion's killing them. Tribes are killing each other, but, but Christians are not killing people. And I'm not talking about that crazy, crazy man or woman that goes into an abortion clinic and kills people in the name of Jesus. I'm talking about what, what we're, we're doing, what the Bible tells us. Okay? And so, so just, to, just to make sure everybody's understanding and hearing where we're at tonight, there was a humongous covenant signing declaration between the Pope and the leading imam of the Muslim religion to become together and, be, and, and form what will be one world religion. One world religion. Anybody that has been around this church for the last couple of years know we talk a lot about the end times. We've taught you a lot of stuff. There'll be a one world church. There won't be a one world government. And we're heading that direction. There'll be one world currency. That's all, that's all in the works. How many don't, don't have to be too smart to look at our world and see that's all in the works. But this thing here was a humongous step and it was done in, a, in, in front of many Christian leaders. Let me read this to you real quick. Isaiah 46.10 says that God declares the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done. He says, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. How many know that God's word is going to prevail? God's word is going to prevail. Amen. His word is going to do what he said his word was going to do. Now, let me officially read this to you before we get into a little bit more here tonight. At the Global Conference for Humanity Fraternity, that's what it was called, the Global Conference for, human, for, sorry, for Human Fraternity. Does it sound right the first time I read it? The Global Conference for Human Fraternity is what the Pope was at, this leading imam, and, and supposedly some Christians. I don't know what they would consider Christians. Do you, I, I, do you realize that when the word Christian is spoken, that doesn't mean anything? Does everybody realize that? Are we smart enough in there to know that? There's a difference between a Christian and a, and a follower of Christ and a believer in the gospel. Okay, There's a big difference between a Christian and a follower of Christ. And so we got to understand every time you see the word Christian, we got to see, we got to know them by their fruits. We got to know them by their fruits. And so it, it says, this was last month in Abu Dhabi. It says, the Pope of the Catholic Church, I'm reading this straight from their page. Okay, that when they say quote unquote, I'm reading this straight from the Vatican's page. The Pope of the Catholic Church and the Grand Imam Sheikh Ahmed Al-Tayeb, considered to be the most important imam in Sunni Islam, arrived at the ceremony hand in hand in a symbol of interfaith brotherhood. Interfaith brotherhood. Now again, in our carnal minds, we say that's good. We should, we should all get along. That's obvious. Yes, we, we want that. The world wants that. But what we, what we don't understand is they're saying that, but they have a, 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 a agenda. Okay, they have an agenda. They have an agenda. Let me just throw this out real quick to, for anybody who's not catching on yet. Jesus said that they, you will hate, they will hate you for my name's sake. Does everybody realize that? That Jesus is the one who makes the difference. We talk about how he has to be the center of our church, right? We talk about Jesus. You can say God all day long, and you can say we all serve the same God, and you can say that everybody wants to say that we all serve the same God, but I'm going to show you in a second we don't all serve the same God because there are some characteristics of God that he says in his word that tells who he is and who God is. And we must know who he is or we will be deceived. 
Again, when you watch that video, it doesn't come off as abrasive. It doesn't come off as, as, as mean. It comes off as, wow, that's nice. I'm, I'm a Buddhist. I'm a, I'm a Muslim. I'm a, I'm a Catholic. I'm a this. I'm an atheist. I'm a that. We'll just all get along. We'll just all get along. Sounds good. Sounds good. Everything the devil said in the Garden of Eden sounded good, too. Amen. So he, they, they arrived in a symbol of interfaith brotherhood and signed, listen to this, what is referred to as a historic declaration of fraternity. Fraternity. You know fraternity means brotherhood. Now, he said at the end of that video that we are all children of God. That's not biblical. Say, that's not biblical with me. Say it again. That's not biblical. We need to learn to say something's not biblical. Come on, stay with me. If we're going to make it, we need to say, that's not biblical. That's not what the Bible says. That's not what's in his word. That's that, that. We're going back to Deuteronomy. He says, if it's spoken anything other than what I spoke, that person's in trouble. I was, I was talking, I won't, I won't give the name tonight, it's not important, but I was talking to someone in our church who, who there's a big preacher, most people would know his name anyways, but he, he's got a big old TV show, and, and one of our people in our church is kind of newer, said that she was listening to him, and I just said, hey, I'm just going to be honest with you, I'm not a big fan of that guy. And I'll tell you why if you want, because I'm trying to teach her, she's new. Uh, and so she said, well, well, what is it? And I began to tell her, he gets interviewed, and he's afraid to say the Bible says. You better not be afraid to say the Bible says. Don't beat around an answer and say, well, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not one to say who goes to hell and I'm not one to say who's right. Just say what the Bible says. Just say what the Bible says. We didn't write it. We're not, you know, you don't get mad at a postman when they come and drop off a package that's not something you want. Amen. When the IRS shows up, they, that messenger didn't, the, the person that brought the, the IRS thing is not the bad person. Amen. We just, we just reading what it says. We're just the messenger. But don't, tr don't change it. Don't be ashamed of it. Just say, the, well, what about this? What about that? What about homosexual sin? What about murder? What about abortion? Well, the Bible says. The Bible says. How many know we know what the Bible says? We need to know what the Bible says. So they go on to say it's a declaration of fraternity. He said, we're all God's children, which will make us all brothers. But we're not all God's children. We are all God's creation. But the Bible says a child of God is someone who believes in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's who's a child of God because he has given us the power to become children of God. We call God Abba Father. But not everybody can call him Father. Not everybody can call him Daddy. That's what the Bible says. So they said that's a historic declaration of fraternity calling for, watch this, calling for peace between nations, religions, and races in front of a global audience of religious leaders from Christianity, and again, I said I don't know what that means, Islam, Judaism, and other faiths. That's from their website. Historic. Historic, historic thing that happened. Because, like I said, this, this could be the step or it's one of those steps that's going to take it to that eventual peace treaty. That y'all got to understand, it could happen at any moment. And here's what the document says. One more kind of clear thing, and I'm going to give you some scriptures. The, it says the, the pluralism and diversity of religions. This is the Pope's words. The pluralism and diversity of religions is willed by God. Let me, let me say that in plain English for you. It, God want, it's God's will that everybody believes what they want to believe and we'll all get to the same place. That's what they're saying. It, it is God's will that the people over there they have their religion and the people over there have their religion and these people over here have their religion, but we're all going to go to the same place. That's what says God's will is. That's not what I see in the scriptures. Listen to Ephesians chapter 4. Verses 5 and 6, look at this, Ephesians 4, 5 and 6. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, who is above one God and Father of all. Now see, the, you, you might read that and go, well, that's what they're saying. We all have the same God. 
Here's the problem. Here's the problem. We, 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 one God and one Father of all. You might take that verse and you might think, well, okay, God the Father. Well, the, if, you, if you don't understand, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit is a trinity. People have a problem with the trinity. A lot, of them, a lot of them say, hey, we're Christian, but we don't agree with the trinity. We just have one God. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that they'll, they'll try to make it blurry. It's not blurry, church. It, the, the truth is not hard to understand. Amen. Amen. It's not hard to understand. We make it hard to understand. Amen. Amen. Now, stay with me. Let's look at Revelation chapter 13. I'm going to try to get through this because I want to show you a little illustration, kind of just to give you a visual. I like visuals. Re- Revelation chapter 13, verse 11. Give me an amen if you're there. Writing it down, this is what we're going to write down, Revelation 13, 11 to 16. Now, right before I read this, I want you to understand something. I said in the beginning, that video sounded good, unity sounds good, peace sounds good, but let's look what the eventual happenings are going to be, and you tell me if this sounds peaceful. You tell me if this sounds peaceful. This is the future. Could be next week, could be 10 years, but this is the future. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth. And by the way, that beast is called the false prophet. False prophet. And he had two horns like a lamb. Like a lamb. Like a lamb. But he wasn't a lamb. Looked like a lamb, but he wasn't a lamb. He spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast, which is the Antichrist, in his presence and causes, watch this, causes. How many know causes is by force? Causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Don't go to the next verse yet. Listen, follow this with me. He says he causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast. We're hearing them say here in this little declaration of peace that we can just all believe what we want. We just all come together. But here, that's not what they're saying. Are y'all seeing that? Are y'all here? It's the, the, the words. Oh, we just all come together, hold hands, believe in the same God. We'll just have peace and unity. But what's going to happen? I told you they got an agenda. They got an agenda behind what they're doing. And their agenda is to cause us to worship the first beast, which is the Antichrist. Which is, Antichrist is easy to understand. Anti-Jesus. Someone who's a false Christ. Someone who's going to deceive people. They can't believe in the Jesus who already came. They're going to believe in the one that comes. Right? That's who they're going to believe in. But, if they don't, even if they don't believe in him... They're going to be caused. See, the thing that's so awesome about the gospel is we choose if we want to believe in him or not. Jesus does not force us to choose him. Jesus does not tell us, bow or I'll I'll cut your head off. Bow or I'll I'll kill you. He, He gives us free will. He says, all who come to me, whosoever would believe in me, he gives us the choice. There's coming a day, church, when there will not be a choice. You will be caused, you will be forced to do this thing that it says here. It says, to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Now watch this next verse. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth. Now we're not going to be here. Can you say amen? We're going in the first load. We're not going to be here to be deceived. We're looking for Jesus coming in the sky, not the Antichrist on the earth. But this word says he's going to deceive those who are on the earth by signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast. Watch this. Telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. And he was granted power, not by God, by the enemy, by the devil, to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause. There's that word again, cause, cause, force, move, make, cause. As many as would not worship the image of the beast to be, what? Killed. 
To be what? What happened to peace? I thought we were, thought we were unifying this brotherhood to have peace. Y'all better get this. This is real. You just told me we're going to come together for peace. And those same people prophetically and, and biblically are the ones that are going to cause you to worship that image or you'll be killed. That doesn't sound like kumbaya to me. That doesn't sound like come together brotherhoods. It's a lie. It's a lie from the pits of hell. And, and there's a whole bunch of people in this world who are going to buy the lie because they don't know the Bible. Because they don't know the truth. Because they don't know the word of God. Because they're too caught up in their world to study the Bible. Oh, that was a good place to say amen. I must be talking to somebody. We need to study the Bible. Show ourselves approved. Rightfully divide the word of truth. This doesn't scare me. This shouldn't scare us. This isn't for us. We're not in this. Can you say amen? Can you say thank God that we got the truth tonight? Well, they think they got the truth too. Everybody thinks they got the truth. Everybody, everybody says I got the truth. Everybody's, let me, let me just pull, pull this up here real quick. I'm going to see if you can still see me. If not, I'll go to the side. This is my door to heaven. And there's just one. Just one door. Good thing I'm tall. There's just one door. Come on, somebody. There's not two or three or four or five. There's just one door. And Jesus said, I'm the door. Jesus said, I'm the door. Does anybody believe in here that Jesus is the door? The door. Not a door. The door. The door. And when we look at that door and we see heaven, we can be excited tonight to know that we know who the door is and we know who holds the keys to the door. The Bible says in Revelations 1.18 that he says, I hold the keys to death and hell and the grave. So how many know to get in through a door, you need a key? Now we just read that bad news. Here's the good news. Jesus made it clear. Look at somebody and say, Jesus made it clear. Jesus said, he didn't say, hey, let's all get together and whatever you believe, you believe and you believe what you believe. Jesus said something very exclusive. See, the world doesn't want this exclusiveness. The world makes us haters because we're exclusive because we say, no, there's only one way. There's just one way. Just like there's just one truth. Y'all realize that? There's just one truth. There's just one original. You can't have two originals. We, you can't have two people be right about two different things. It's only one right. There's a right and there's a wrong. And Jesus said these words. He said, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm just going to say it like it is. And he said, I am. I am, John 14, 6. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. Come on, somebody. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. And, and, and I like, I liked, I've been saying this for years, and I, I, I said it again today. I believe it with all my heart. Listen, I'm sticking with the man who has been to the other side and come back. Can somebody say amen? Muhammad has not come back. Krishna has not come back. Mary's not coming back. Peter didn't come back. There's no other God who has come back from the other side than Jesus Christ himself. Can you say amen? He's the only one who's been to the other side. I'm going with him. I'm going with him. Amen. I'm going with him. Not a pope, not a religious leader, not an imam, not your mom, not your dad. Amen. I'm going with Jesus because he's the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. This has been good Sunday morning preaching. You're getting it on Wednesday nights. Hallelujah. Look what he says. Oh, boy, bold, bold, bold. No one, no one, no one comes to the Father except through me. You want to get into heaven? You can believe what you want all you want. Go ahead. Believe it. Make a religion. Make beliefs. But there's a key that opens up this door. There's a key that opens. I got some keys in my pocket. 
Danny, come up here real quick. I got the key. Santos, come up here real quick. I'm just grabbing. Jesse, come up here real quick. And I'm, I'm going I'm to hand these to you. Just, I'm, not, I'm not choosing this or any picking this. Uh, Marista, come up here. I'm, I don't, I'm just going to grab them and hand them to you. Hand them to you. Hand it to you. Hand it to you. So there's just one way and just one door. Here's heaven. Beautiful heaven. Amen. Whoa, just messed heaven up. Okay, the door's locked. I know it would be nice if we had, if I had time to put a frame on it, but it's locked, right? You hear that? It's locked. The only way to get in this door is with a key. Amen. 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 Just a key. What do you got? One. Islam. Islam. Try that. See if that opens it. Turn around. Yeah, I'll try it all kinds of different ways. All right, can't open it. All right. What you got over there, Jesse? Just say it out. Say it out. Say it out. Catholic, Pope, Mary, and Saints. Okay. Catholic, Pope, Mary, and Saints. whole bunch of them all together. No work. That one looks just like the other one, too. What do you got? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Let's see what happens there. Turn it, turn it, turn it. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. It turned, right? Turned good. What you got over there? Hinduism. Hinduism. Ooh, maybe that'll work. Let me lock it again real quick. Jesus like, hold on, let me lock the door. Okay, you can come in if you want. I want you to come in. How many know Jesus wants us all to come in? God wants us all. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever. Didn't work. All right, let me have those keys. And that's just a symbol. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just a symbol. Keys. Everybody's got their key. Today, everybody's got their key. Everybody says, I got, I, I got the truth. But you know what? At the end, we're going to find out who has the truth. We're going to find out. And we're tonight, because we believe in Jesus Christ, are going to go through that door. Because we believe what his word said. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And no one comes, no one comes under the Father except through the key. Jesus. Aren't you glad we have the key tonight? There's a lot of religions. There's a lot of beliefs. But there's just one truth. And the Bible tells us what it is. And he makes it clear. And, and listen, we don't, have to, we don't have to be like, well, just, just say what Jesus says. Just Jesus said. Well, how come you guys are so exclusive? How come, you think that you're, how come you think that you're the only ones? We don't. We just believe what Jesus says. Because he's been to the other side. And he defeated death. I'm still listening for that voice of those other, of those other gods. To, I'm still waiting to, to hear him say, I, I came back. They're all dead. Come on, they're all dead. That's why he could say, and he said it before it happened. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, and I'm going to show it to you when I come back. And his disciples didn't believe it, but he came back. Can somebody say amen? Let me give you a couple more verses as we close. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, 6, and 7. For there is several gods and several mediators between God and men. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. That's what that little handshake meant. There's several ways to get to heaven. There's several ways to get to God. What does he say? There is one God and one mediator between God and men. The man. I like that. The man. How many know the man tonight? It's okay to call him a man because he was fully God, fully man on this earth. He is the man. How many know when you know somebody that's the man? That's good. How many know the man tonight? Jesus. Come on, shout his name. Jesus. How many are glad you know the man tonight? How many are glad you know the man and you know the superman and you know Jesus Christ, the Savior, the one who came out the grave, amen? We know the man tonight. Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. 
for which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle, and I am speaking the truth in Christ and not lying, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Speak the truth. Speak the truth. Amen. Don't speak what they want to hear. Speak what they need to hear. One last verse. 2 John 7. This is just one chapter. 2 John verses 7 to 11. Beware of these deceivers. For he says many deceivers have gone out into the world. Watch this. Who do not confess Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. See, the Islamic religion does not believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. They got a problem with that. They need to have a problem with God. Because His Word says it. And I just want to throw this out to you real quick. The Gospels were completed 700 years before the Quran was written. Just so you know. Come on, somebody. 700 years. They came too late. I ain't going to talk to you about Mormonism, this little baby, less than 200 years old. Do you know the Baha'i faith is 50 years old? All these people came too late. They missed the boat. And it was written thousands of years before that. It says, watch out for these deceivers who do not confess Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. Do you realize if Jesus didn't come in the flesh, we have no salvation? He had to come down to this earth in a fleshly body. Anybody, watch this, anybody who does not believe that Jesus Christ came in the flesh says this is a deceiver and an antichrist. We need to call it as it is. And an antichrist. Look to yourselves that we do not lose those things that we worked for. That we may receive a full reward. And watch this warning. Whoever transgresses. What's the transgression? Denying that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. Denying that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Somebody asks you about Jesus, don't say, well, I just don't know. I'm not someone to say. Say the Bible says, Jesus said. He said he's the way, the truth, and the life, and I believe it. He says, whoever does not, whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. What's the doctrine of Christ? His perfect life born of a virgin, his death on the cross, substitutionary for us, his resurrection from the grave, and his ascension into heaven. That's the doctrine. And that he did it for us. Whoever does not have the doctrine of Christ does not have God. Did you hear that? Does not have God. So all these people who are getting together in the name of God don't have God. Don't have God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's sing that same song we sing for worship tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your presence and your power and your spirit in this place tonight. God, I thank you for the truth. God, let us be excited tonight and thankful that we have the truth. God, if I fell dead right now, if someone took my life right now, I know exactly where I'm going, not because of anything that I have done, but because of everything that you did, of everything that you are. My faith, God, is totally 100% in the fact that you came to die on the cross for my sins, and I believe that you are the door. You are the door, Father. You are the bread of life. You are the way and the truth and the life. And I cannot get to heaven except through you. And I cannot add anything to that. I cannot take away anything from that. Jesus, help us tonight to stand up for you. Jesus, help us to be bold for you. Jesus, help us to to not be ashamed of you, to not deny you. Lord God, if someone asks us a question, let us be quick to answer not what we think or what we believe, but what you said in your word because your word is life. Your word is life. 
Oh, Jesus, the whole world can know tonight. Why is the, why is the gate so narrow? Because people want to add things to the simple truth of the gospel. You're the simple truth of the gospel. Jesus Christ is the way. And, the, and we shall have no other gods before us. So, Father, tonight we understand that we cannot unite our faith with those people who do not believe what your word says. As we read there in 2 John. Church, listen to what I said. We cannot unite our faith with those people who do not believe what God's word says. We can love them. We can get along with them. We can, we can eat with them. We can work with them. But we cannot unite our faith and say we believe in the same thing. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. Because this is exclusive. Everybody wants to group us into one big group. But God said in his word, we're not one big group. We can be. But that one big group has to believe that Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And that nobody, nobody's going to be in heaven unless they put their faith in him. He is the key that unlocks the door. How many in this place tonight could be honest with God and say, I don't have the key. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be separated from God. Well, neither does God. God doesn't want you to be separated from Him. He wants you to spend eternity with Him. He loves you. He loves you more than you could ever understand. He loves you more than you can even comprehend. He loves the world that does not believe in Him. He loves them. But there's truth. He's truth. There's no variance in him. He can't change. He is who he is. His word is what it is. And I'm thankful that he's not going to change it. I'm thankful that, that every other year or every other month there's not some new belief that comes out. I'm thankful that his word is the same yesterday that it is today as it will be tomorrow. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that it's been the same for 2,000 years. And deceivers have come and, and mockers have come and false doctrines have come and religions have come. But there's a church that has stood and said, no, the Bible says, and this is what we believe. It doesn't matter if it's popular. It doesn't matter if everybody else is doing it. What matters is what's right. And I'm going to hold on to the key that is Jesus. And I'm going to make sure that when, I, that when I get to heaven, I stand before God, I have the key, which is Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. If you're here and you don't have that key tonight, just lift your hand and say, pray for me. I want the key tonight. It's free. It didn't cost you anything. It cost Jesus everything. It cost him his life. He'll give, he'll give you access tonight. If you, The Bible says, well, put your faith in Jesus and what he did on the cross. Amen. God sees your hand. How many more? Amen. I want that key. Maybe you're here tonight. Maybe you're here right now on this Wednesday night and you're in this church. You love God. You believe. But something just clicked tonight. Something just brought Jesus more alive to you. Something just showed you that, that with all this stuff going on in the world and, and everybody's saying, why can't we just get along? It's not God's plan for us not to get along. It's man's plan for us to be apart because no one wants to believe the truth. Everybody wants to take bits and pieces of what's right and say, no, this is what I believe, but I don't believe this. We need to take the word of God as it is. The whole counsel, as Isaiah 46 said, the whole counsel of God. Church, we need to know that every word of God's word is true, whether we like it or not, whether it's popular or not, but it's truth. There's an old saying, the truth hurts. The truth hurts. There's going to be no denominational names and there's going to be no religious names in heaven. There's only going to be people who are bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. Period. Let's stand to our feet tonight. This is a prophetic pulse, church. This is something that just happened that's, that's real. And listen, it may not, this may not do anything for several years, but I promise you, listen to me as clear as could be. This is a step that is very prophetic. Very prophetic. As a doctor would take your pulse and say, hey, your heart rate's really high. Your heart, you just by, I'm telling you, this was a very prophetic act. The two largest religions in the world holding hands. Prophetic. 
straight out of the Bible. And we need to know that we need to stand like never before on the truth of Jesus Christ. We need to share our faith like never before. We need to understand that there may be, may be times when people challenge that and we, and, and we need to say, listen, I believe what God's word says. I know it's not popular, but Jesus said we'd be hated for his namesake. Don't forget that, please. We, 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 we are, as human beings, we all want to get along. We, and, and that again, that was God's will, but sin messed that up. And don't make God the bad person in this. This is men doing this with an agenda. I mean, there's a lot of agendas in this world. People have wrong motives. This is an agenda. And I showed you in the scriptures what's going to happen. So you choose what you want to believe. I believe that that's going to happen. There's going to be a day when they're going to cause us to worship him. They're going to cause us to bow down. And, And when I say us, I mean humanity. To that one world religion. And if they don't, they're going to be killed. Jesus would never do that. Jesus isn't going to kill nobody that don't believe in him. He, he's, oh, Jesus sends people to hell. No, we don't. No, he doesn't. Jesus has a gate to heaven. He said, I'm the door. Why would you want to not, why would you want to go in any other way than through the door? Amen. Let's open up the altar to sing this song. Let's, let's pray tonight for our, our, our boldness in us. Let's pray tonight for a, a new, profound. I love how some of y'all stood up when I said that he was the way that, let, we need to stand up for Jesus and not be ashamed of him tonight, amen? As we sing this song, let's just worship, let's just praise him, and and as you're praying, thank him tonight. Thank him tonight that you know the truth. Thank him tonight that you know he's the door tonight as we sing. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel, and if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com.